Support for this week's episode of Opinions While Black comes to us from Mod and Alt Health Magazine. Um, that is Mod and Alt Health Magazine. The Behold Be Free Virtual Summit is is drawing near to help you get your entire life together. Or the, over 40 talks about health, sex, relationships, and spirituality, and business. Tickets are free. Please consult uh, Guru Extraordinaire, Contessa Louise Cooper, via Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or visit modandalthealth.com. That's modandalthealth.com. The following content drank the last of the Kool-Aid and put the container back in the refrigerator. Oh, that was me. Oh, damn, nigga. Sorry, man. Start the show. Every time, man. You know the rule that if there's a sip left, there's technically still some in there. It's not empty yet. That ain't right. You can't just leave a corner. Hey, <laughs> Who uh, drinks the corner? Uh, that would be me also. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So you were saving the corner for yourself. <laughs> That's what we do. Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. You're a black-ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy, Oz. And I am D. Randall. Um, I'm feeling a little. I'm feeling a little extra spicy today. A word. So we'll we'll see. Well, if, it, well, it is the middle of the week for us. Yeah, we might get some letters from research and development about today's <laughs> show, uh, or we, standards and practices, I should say. We are we are recording this on a Wednesday evening. Um. So sorry, those of you that were waiting on me to. Uh, uh, live tweet Queen Sugar. I'll be catching up with y'all. Um, uh, basically, we're recording in the middle of the week because mm-hmm. we won't be recording uh, on Friday because I'll be on vacation. Going on a little guy's trip for the weekend. Where y'all headed to? South Padre Island. Mm. The Blue Water. Man, not, not all of y'all know about that though. Where the blue water is, man. Uh, we're gonna be. Uh, it, 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 everybody's everybody's had a little uh, grown up adulting stress pent up. Yep. And so uh, it's it's so far it's looking like everybody is going to revert back to our mid to late twenties. <laughs> Uh, when shit got really share a little bit this way. When shit got really spicy. Um Yeah. I am so far it looks like I'm the cruise director <laughs> for uh for this experience. Uh oh. Uh so I'm in so I'm in charge of all the, the games and entertainment and stuff. I, I have hella games. I can make let me tell you something. My my mutant power is I can make anything a drinking game and I can add strip. To any game, mm. all of them. You you haven't you haven't lived till you played strip Yahtzee, nigga. Wait, but is it just gonna be you and your boys? There's some, we, we, well, we have some. Okay, there there are some ladies in the crew, but gotcha. they basically basically they're like one of the guys. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I got you. 
We're not going to be doing strip games. I'm just telling you, for example. Oh, just, okay. Right, right. It, when the occasion calls. For right, it. yeah. I can add strip okay. to any to any game. I just didn't want to, you know. No, 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 you know, no. People no. To, to, Shitting, you know, right, no, no, no. Nobody, nobody's, no. Not that there's that. anything, you know. Chill out, saying. chill out. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's definitely much needed. The Wolf Pack is, uh, the Wolf Pack is going to be out and about. See, and that's why I have to put these shits together. I just checked the group chat, and they were talking about when we get when we get to the island, we can. We, there's a movie theater, and we can go watch Hobbs and Shaw. A what? A movie theater. Hobbs and Shaw, my nigga. Who said that? Leave that nigga at home. <laughs> you, know, you about to go to South? Padre fucking island. I am not getting shit faced to go watch uh, Hobbs to watch the Rock and Jason Statham watch sweaty dudes in a fist fight. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Say that for strip Yahtzee. <laughs> God damn! I told you we spicy today. <laughs> Already. Already, man. I'm sorry. We are episode what fifty two. Yes, sir. Cincuenta y dos. That's what, well, you know, that's what it needs to be, damn it. Fuck it. Why not? That's what it needs to be in the, in the, in year two of Opinions Wild Black. That's what it goddamn well needs to be. All the spice. Um, uh, so how's your week been so far? But yeah, y'all not, y'all not going down there to see Hobbs and Shaw. I'm not watching no fucking Hobbs and Shaw. Leave whoever the fuck that is at home. Um, week is good, man. Um, I actually, I actually spent a lot of this week doing some rest and recuperation. So much, hey, uh, you know, watching, you know, just binge watching things like that. Uh, doing general stretches, dynamic stretches at home. Clap it up for self care. You know what I'm saying? Um, whichever one is the clap, I think it is that one. Yes, that's what I'm uh, talking about. You know, just just some, just some good stuff. Just because I know for the next month, uh, because of the industry that I'm employed in. It's going to be uh, hard work, hard work, but it's 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 all good. It's good work, man. It's, it's the Lord's work. So we drink now, and cry later. That's what the hell I'm talking about. Um, I caught up on a little content. Mm. It's a little black content. Okay. Uh, I watched um Fast Color. Hmm. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna save since that's super black content. I'm gonna save that for the for the next segment. Okay. Um. In the meantime, uh, let's just jump into it. Humans ain't shit. Why is that? Um, this is a short humans ain't shit. Y'all, stop posting that fucking cash app on your Instagram. Please, y'all. They ain't giving you no money. Nobody's giving you any money. Nobody's giving you any money. This is the new, what was it last time? Um, fucking Sally Mae. Not Sally Mae. One of them student loan people. What's the student loan people? Sally May. Sally May. Everybody started posting Sally May shit in hopes that they were getting that they were getting their their student loans forgiven. Look, y'all. Come on, man. Look, yeah. Look, I know what Look, I know yeah. what time it is. I know what the economy's like, dog. If there's one thing that the United States of America will not do for your <laughs> ass right now is pay off your student loan for you. They want all their fucking money. I know enough teachers out there who, you know, fall into that five-year loan forgiveness plan who have to fight to get their loans forgiven, even though that shit is written in black and white. Right. You think Sally or May 
are going to pay off your raggedy ass student loan just because you retweeted some shit or reposted some shit or threw up a hashtag? Not going to happen. Sit your ass down with that dumb shit, man. Please stop. I watched The Great Hack. Sure. And, you know, it deals with the whole dynamic between Cambridge Analytica and Facebook and how, you know, all of our data points and all of our information has already been sold to the highest bidder. So let me just ask you, Ralph the Muscle. Yes. One to ten, how yeah. fucked are we? Twelve. Shit. Thirty-five. Forty-five. Oh, like, it, shit. the shit is up there. It's, it's already been done. You know, so y'all motherfuckers still sending your DNA to Ancestry.com and 23andMe, you know, you're going to walk home one day, you're going to walk in, there's going to be a, a fucking clone of you in your house, mm. ready to kill you, because you, you know, but I'm not, I'm not a conspiracy type dude, anything like that, I'm tripping. Hey, 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 it's all good, man, that's but, what we're, that's what we're here for, gotta air this shit out, man. But stop, stop believing that shit, y'all. Bruh. Ain't nobody going to give you free money or pay off your, your damn no student one. loan. No one. Nobody. No one. Man, I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, I'm not gonna put her out there because she posted because she posted that shit too. Um, but I, I just it's not it's not gonna happen, y'all. I understand. We, we I understand. You gotta you you just never know when your time is gonna come. You never know when that you when you're gonna hit that big that big one. But this ain't it. I just assume everything ain't that. I just assume free money is never coming, and when it does, I'm just pleasantly surprised. Well, there you go. Like, that's, you that's true. You can't work for free money. So yeah, y'all chill out. Um, song of the week. Uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling a little kickback type vibe. Okay. Take it back a couple summers ago. Hmm. Uh, to one of my favorite all time favorite albums. Um, this is the Internet. Hmm. Featuring Janelle Monet. Oh. Uh, this is Gabby. Good choice. Man, let me tell you something. Well, you know, I'm not I'm not going to preface it. We're just going to get into it, man. Pour yourself something. Get comfortable. It's about to be a real vibe in here. Yes. If you've never heard this shit, get ready for some hot shit. This is one of the hottest bass lines I've ever heard in my life. Mm. Shout out to, I get, man, Steve Lazy. Um, we'll be right back with more opinions while black. Let's go. When I look into your eyes I see indefinite trouble Darling, as much as I love to try I can't help but feel so far from you Yet I'm in the terminal This probably looks so typical I probably should be going home
was the internet featuring Janelle Monet with Gabby. Mm. That is a vibe. Yes, you said it's a nice baseline. That is some smooth ass shit. Let me tell you something. Ego Death is one of I has definitely ascended to one of my favorite albums of all time ever. The internet, even though I know that they're relatively popular, man, I I still think they're one of the most underrated groups. Vastly underrated to come along in a lifetime. And that's saying a lot, considering that Sid has a feature on every other human being's album <laughs> yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, Sid's solo album was even hot. That like, mm. like Sid really, she really took what she does well. Yep. And converted that over to body roll music. Mm. <laughs> that was a whole album of just smooth ass body roll music. Mm. And it, and it was so frustrating that there are a couple of joints on there that are like interludes. Yeah. You ever heard interludes so jammy and make you mad you wish it was a whole song? I hate when people do that shit. Oh, my God. Well, Summer but, Walker, good for that. But I also love it. I, I love it, too, because the shit still jams. Summer Walker's album is like that. It's a whole bunch of jamming-ass interludes. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what she does. <laughs> I, I understand what Joe Budden was complaining about now when he called it a 10-minute album. <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah, definitely. If you've never heard "Ego Death" by the Internet, and really, you can even Hive Mind jams too. Hi, oh, yeah, Hive Mind is a smooth taste. Yeah. yeah, god damn. But if you've never heard "Ego Death" by the Internet, I would definitely go cop that. Listen to it front to back, side to side, side to fucking side. Man, that is one of the the Internet is one of the best things Tyler the Creator has ever given us. Yes. And he had a jamming album, so that's saying a lot. Um, speaking of new albums, uh, there was some new shit. People do, people dropped some new music. Mm-hmm. Uh, a certain Chance the Rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Randall has feelings about the new Chance. Okay. Um, not one to be critical. Um, I'm just going to put it out there first so it doesn't sound like we're bullshit. Go for um, it. I, I liked it. I didn't like it as much as Coloring Book. That was Chance 3, right? Coloring Book. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like it as much as Coloring Book or the one before it, but I enjoyed it. It started off very weird, and maybe it even ended weird, but I enjoyed it. Uh, Now, hot take from D. Randall. My wife just sent me a text asking if I want some Gus's fried chicken. Oh, shit. Yes, I do. You know what? Um, I have to say, Mrs. Randall makes the case for marriage, man. Let me tell you something. I do not believe in, I do not, well, I don't heavily believe in marriage. It's not a huge concern for me. Um, Mrs. Randall makes the case for marriage. That's the kind of text you need to get. I'm, I'm still, I'm in that mode in life. Where honestly, the kind of text messages that make the relationship strong or shit like I ain't got no panties on. I mean, you know, I'm married. That too. (laughs) You know, know, even if marriage is for everyone and marriage isn't everything, just find you someone that will ask you if you want something to eat on the way home. Fam. That's all you need. Fam. That's all do, you need. Do, do, on the cool, click the comments. Do you hear him? Do you hear him? <laughs> you know, half, half, half of the secret of a happy marriage 
is just asking or, or any relationship is just asking your partner if they want something to eat. Let's go. Where's it? Let's go. I'm stopping here. Would you like something to eat? Yes. Happy relationship hot takes from D. Randall. Now, if you come home smelling like tacos, it's going to be a fucking problem. I'm just saying it works both ways. Chance the Rapper. Um, we got to we got to use that for a short for YouTube. Hey, man. We got to use that. We got to use that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's real life, though. I'm calling it right there. That's real life. Uh, uh, mark that shit. I haven't been the big, biggest fan of Chance the Rapper. Okay. Um, <coughs> I, I do me. understand why he's successful. I do understand why, why, you know, whatever. Yeah. I just never liked this shit. Quirky. Very quirky. He sounds like an animaniac to me. And... <laughs> And this is going to sound terrible. I, I'm not a, I am not the biggest fan of gospel music. And while his music is sure. not gospel music per se, it's not churchy. It's it's very churchy. You know, the only thing that saves him is that he throws in the word nigga every once in a while. But he, you know, he he, he you know, I, I don't, I didn't, I listened to a little bit of the album and kind of skipped around, and almost everything that I that I dropped it on was. Him being happy about his wife and his kids and riding bikes and being married and all this shit. And I was just like, I don't I don't want to hear no happy shit right now. Right. Okay. Fair you know, enough. I, I don't, Fair enough. You know, I don't care. I just, I want to be miserable. Talk about some real shit. Talk about, talk about fucking these hoes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> talk about selling drugs to your own community. <laughs> talk about some shit that I can get down with, you know? <laughs> You know, talk about destroying your liver with alcohol. And, so basically, and, you wish he were more self-destructive. Please. And, you, and, and basically, you're wishing he were ASAP Rocky. And don't wear your pants like over your navel. Just <laughs> you know, bro. Just and smile less. <laughs> Please. I know you. I know you're making money and you're happy about it. But at least, like, make it look like you're displeased about something every once in a while. This nigga is always so positive. But see, I like that though. I like that he's. I like that he's starting off keeping the same energy. That he's starting off po- being positive and making good music. Because people that start off, people that start off miserable mm-hmm. and making good music, yeah, they get happy and they stop making good music. Yeah. Prime example of this is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh man, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Is the livest shit yeah. I have ever heard in my fucking life. Like this nigga had a song called "Under the Bridge," bruh. Where you know, that's like the depths of humanity. That shit sounded so organic and just a garage band that was high as shit, getting it. And they never made anything that good after that. Everything was these was these weird sings these weird like singer song modern day singer songwriter joints with Anthony Kiedis and this weird singing voices. Everything after that was passion project. So they're like, well we don't really need to make money so I can just do some some crazy shit. Where they all just sound like hobos playing the guitar on the side of the fucking road. If it wasn't for Flea being one of the greatest bassists of all time. Yeah. They would have just fell all the way off. Same goes for Aerosmith. They got sober and started falling off. Uh, same goes for for the well. No, the Rolling Stones will never sober never. up. They've absorbed all the drugs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Metallica. Man, none of them keep the same energy. Kiss did a fucking unplugged acoustic joint. 
not here for it. No. So I'm happy that Chance started off happy and making good music. What I will say about Chance, though, is I do enjoy hearing him talk. Um, he he, Smart dude. Very smart dude. Very bright dude. I think more people should listen to him talk. He has very good ideas. A mainstream artist said yeah. in a public space, I encourage you to use TuneCore. Yes. Never thought I'd hear that. Yeah. So I, 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 I admire that part about him. So, you know, if I say I don't like his music, it's not that I dislike him or his sure. Animaniacs voice. I'm just not into his music, but him as a person, he seems like a person I would like to sit down and talk to all the time. He seems like a brilliant kid. I like that he snuck that he snuck his features in on the album. Yeah. Like like cuz if you go to Spotify and you look them and you look them up, they, it doesn't tell you that there are any features on this album. You got to look at the credits. You got to look at the credit, but then you listen to the album and then you're like, "Oh, that's Megan the Stallion." That is Megan the Stallion. You know, "Oh, that's a Nicki verse." Yeah, you know. Um so I really I so I appreciate it. Like I said, I don't like it as much as I like the last two projects, but I still enjoyed it. Uh, it's just gonna be on the low end of that totem pole. Of stop this! Now. Stop this first album shit. Come on, man. <laughs> you, you don't have to do that. Yeah, yeah. No, I. Yeah, everybody. Everybody got some way they trying to beat the beat the stream yeah. game, beat the sale. Man, that ain't the way. Um, let's see who else. Her dropped a new single. Her first. Oh, of her all, the artist. Her. Yeah, yeah. Her yeah, yeah. dropped a new single. Her. It just sounds so weird. <laughs> When you use it right, like that. Right, the transitions. Right, got you. Her drop sentence. <laughs> um, uh, her just turned 21. That's it? Right, exactly. First of all, happy birthday, her. Um, Only 21, which means I feel very weird having inappropriate thoughts about her because her is mad fine. Um... Uh, she dropped a she dropped a joint about her journey and being twenty one. Yeah. So, and it was jamming. It, you know, it's it's pretty standard standard operating procedure. Her. So yeah. shout out. Um, Tank dropped a new one. <laughs> what? The king of uh, the king of wife beater music. <laughs> Not wife beater music. <laughs> Not and I, I mean the actual garment. Okay, okay. Not fair the, enough. Not this is not a, a statement on domestic violence, y'all. I uh, apologize. He calls it wife. I call it, I, that's why it takes him to get used to. He calls it wife beater music because of the attire. I call it body roll music. <laughs> I call it hunch- because of the domestic violence. <laughs> I, <laughs> I call it hunching music. Um, I call it I, I call it that house party find a dark corner music. And I love that he is he is fitting himself. It's called I don't think you're ready. Mm. So he's he is officially crossed that threshold into being an old man talking shit about his sex game. I don't think you're ready. See that? See man, that's just, that, that, that's that doesn't that just sound like a forty plus nigga talking shit about his pipe game. That's like the prelude to domestic violence. <laughs> maybe we found this thread here. Maybe we found this thread here. Oh no. Um, is that I, is that a is that a threat? I, or is I that like a... that I like that he's found this pocket of being the go, one of the go to hunting music guys. <laughs> I wish he had not found that he he didn't wait to find that pocket until his forties. He makes music for older women who think they still have a chance with him. Like 
that he's that he's somebody's he's somebody's daddy that like his daughter's friends be low key thinking about fucking. Mm. Or they say your daddy nasty. <laughs> I saw I saw your daddy at the address last night. <laughs> Hey girl, your daddy working V Live? <laughs> or he just be in there all the time? <laughs> oh, he just be in there all the time. Okay. Oh man. Uh nigga always has a jacket with a wife beater on. <laughs> with the aviators. I ain't never seen Tank wear a regular shirt, man. Not once. Not even on the red carpet. He be doing BT red carpet joints. <laughs> I still ain't never seen this nigga wear a full shirt. You ain't cold, dude. <laughs> <laughs> be on the red carpet and have people talking about my nipples you know <laughs> oh man uh, but hey, yeah like i said hey, shout out to him though he's been doing it for a minute a minute a hot minute he's been hitting so, that cocktail lounge circuit for a minute eight let me tell you something millennials older millennials y'all don't remember slowly mm. That's a that's a oldie but goodie that needs to be on your playlist. See, I try to help y'all out, um, but uh, so you know we talk about music, we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, we're just gonna go straight to the ugly and talk about the double XL freshman class cipher. <laughs> that was what we call a shit show. Um. Okay, I'm not going to, so, basically all you need to know about the freshman class cipher is that you can't pronounce any of those people's names, Uh-oh. and the only people who, whose names you can pronounce are the women, which were Megan Thee Stallion <laughs> and Tierra Whack, and they were the only two that jammed. And if you, I mean, if you use the word little or young, you had a 50% chance of getting half their names right. Right. Um, and let me tell you now, uh, some people, now I know some people out there liked Tierra Whack and I liked, and I liked what she did and I liked the, 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 her, her brand of freestyle that she brought to the cypher, bringing back that old school smack DVD, don't mm-hmm. need no fucking music joint. Well, that's because she couldn't rap to the tempo of that beat, but that, I mean, it was, it was, you know, it also, was, that was an awkward beat. It was what it was. Um, Megan Thee Stallion for me smoked it. Megan sounds like she gonna rap on any beat that you give her. All of the beats. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be that same verse at different speeds, no matter what beat you give her. She looked focused too. She looked like B Rabbit right before the right right before the joint. She was concentrating her ass off. Hell yeah. Uh so yeah, shout out to Megan. I was disappointed that there was no twerk involved. Yeah. In Megan has definitely raised expectations. For the amount of twerking that's and any not given, all, that's not all that she's raised. He did say it was going to get spicy. He did. He did. So yeah. shout out to Euphonic. I feel like he's here in spirit. <laughs> that's a Euphonic line. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, all the dudes were just the dudes were just terrible, and then some of them sounded mm. syruped up. And that first, that first dude, uh, I feel like the man. And then, but I didn't like the man. I damn, I'm about to sound old. Get on the beat, y'all. This is I'm, on the beat. I, it's unfortunate. There's an entire generation of youth 
who've known nothing but pills and other types of drugs all their lives. Like, niggas have been pick, taking prescription drugs since the womb. Basically. And without a prescription. And you can, you can see, the, and, and not even trying to sound spicy right now, you can see the effects of this and in, in how they talk and how they carry themselves. Man. And it's just, it's kind of depressing to watch because it's just like, how do they not realize everything is so That that shit sounds down? crazy. Yeah, it just sounds... And you're not on beat. No. Which and, is a fundamental component of rapping. And look, we sound we sound old and and washed when we talk about it, but it's because we grew up having to listen to Silk the Shocker. Boo. Boo. We grew up having to listen to Silk the Shocker. Basically, we had to grow up listening to anybody on No Limit that wasn't Master P and Mystical. Mm. Yeah, y'all heard Sea Murder. Boo. Um... So yeah, I so yeah, it, it it's hard for us um to have to deal with this shit. Yeah. Now, um like I said, Tierra Whack, I'm looking forward to more more work from her. Mhm. Um Megan, well, Megan's killing it right now. Oh yeah. Um other than that, I'm just so disappointed. I'm so disappointed. I didn't even want to try to pronounce any of those names. I, oh man, the, the 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 dudes the dudes did not represent for the the young dudes did not represent for hip hop. They just not, they need to stop doing it. They need to stop doing the whole double XL freshman class bullshit or whatever. Because it's not getting any better. It doesn't get any better, and most of them aren't going to get any traction. And it's just, but you know, it is what it is, man. Um, and with that. It is now time for our one of our new recurring segments oh. for the summer, Drake Watch. That's right. We devote a whole segment to what Six God is doing, where he's doing it, who he's doing it with, and whether or not there are coded messages to Rihanna in it. More tune for your head top, so watch how you speak of my name, you know? <laughs> um, so, Drake... Drake became a meme, another meme. Yes. Well, let me. I'm I'm going backwards. Drake and Chris Brown did a video together. This is the light skin version of Crossing the Streams and it's, Ghostbusters. <laughs> it is the most light skin video of the decade. I'm pretty sure they opened a black hole somewhere. Oh, um, it was a yellow hole, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. More spice for your head top. <laughs> um, so Drake and Chris Brown did a did a video for the for that single on Chris Brown's video, No Guidance. No Guidance. Um, which I have to admit is a smoker. I, I, I fucks I fucks heavy with no guidance. That shit jams. And it is so far looking like it's tied for a song of the summer. So far it looks like it's tied with that Lizzo and Missy joint. Mm. Let, let me tell you something. That that video, Lizzo, man. Let me tell you, Lizzo put it over the top. Lizzo came. Lizzo, Lizzo, Lizzo's coming for the crown, y'all. Mm. She jamming, and she got with the right person for that shit. Yep, because um, that's exactly Missy's lane. The uh, person who once said, mm-hmm, "Hell no, nah, like Britney Spears, I wear no draws." Hey. Um, I did not want to see that for Missy Elliott, though. Well, okay, fair, at, fair enough. At the time, fair enough. Um, so the No Guidance video. First of all, you need to know it was like eight minutes long. Yeah. 
Chris Brown in these videos where he he just they they're all Michael Jackson videos. They're all Michael Jackson sampled videos. Yeah. Um. So basically, it you don't need to know the details, but basically, it was. But they really Drake, Drake and Chris details. Drake and Chris Brown were playing, were pretending to play characters that had beef, and they aired this beef out through a dance battle. It was two light skinned niggas trying to be in the same place at the same, same time. time. And yeah. apparently, and and this furthers my notion that Drake wants to be Dominic Toretto from Fast and the Furious so bad. Because it even took place in what looks like the set for Tokyo Drift. <laughs> that one parking lot they had all the fucking races in. Um with that same all with that same all black joint with the with the piece and chain like like yeah. like Vin Diesel. Yeah. He wants man, he wants a fast and furious check so bad. Boy had the Nike dry fit with the young sleeves. <laughs> The sleeves that were about a size too small because, you know. The quote-unquote athletic fit. He did a couple curls. <laughs> he had he had them custom shrunken by a brand ambassador at H&M. <laughs> oh, <shit>. um, <clears throat> and so, now, here's, here's a couple of things about this video. One, Chris Brown is leaning hella forward into this whole wife beater chic fashion he looked like a giant blood blood rag and now we're we're, we're really talking about domestic violence <laughs> are we i'm sorry he is leaning like i it's weird because when you're when you're a known domestic abuser we are yes i was right you are you are you usually try to usually try to get your image further away Mm-mm. From the idea that somebody might suspect that you are a woman beater. There's no consequence. Every video I've ever seen so far in the past few years, Chris Brown seems to look more and more like he just stumbled out of his trailer drunk. Like that dude yeah. on like that dude on American Gangster that was so high he shot his he <laughs> shot his woman in the back. Yeah, I shouldn't laugh at that. That's yeah. I shouldn't laugh at that. That was yeah. okay. So <laughs> God damn it. And so, this nigga had, not only did this nigga have a conk, <laughs> but he had his conk tied up with a rag. A full Detroit red. Like he was like he was about to play Purple Rain. That nigga, that nigga wants to be in the new power generation so bad. I'm surprised he didn't have a shirt on that said, Briss Brown. <laughs> <laughs> so much goddamn red. And so... And so right there, Chris Brown's looking crazy. And then they go to this and then they go to this rap battle, I mean this dance battle, where of course Chris Brown they don't even try to make it look like a dance battle. He just does a routine for like two minutes and just smokes it. Yeah. And then and then it's Drake's turn. Now I have to admit, I forgot how funny Drake can be. Yeah. I have to admit, that nigga was funny. And it started I was worried it started off corny. He did that, oh, Chris Brown. Which turned into a meme now. I was like, oh, it was corny. But, you know, the more he got into it, I was like, all right, this this dude is actually funny. I never want to see him in the movie, in the lead role in the movie, but he's actually funny. Right, and he did, and I have to give him his props. He leaned into 
you know, he did the thing that's kind of the opposite of the way he is viewed, yeah. which is kind of making himself uncool. Yeah. And kind of taking one for the team. Yeah. A lot like you know who you know who's really good at that? John Cena. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. John Cena is he is quick to jump into a role where he is uncool. Yep. Like in Trainwreck. Yep. When he was like mad homoerotic while fucking Amy <laughs> Schumer. Yeah. Or like he was in that he um uh he was in that movie where he's the where he's the dad mm-hmm. and they're trying to keep their girls from like what was it? He's trying to keep was, their girls from losing their virginity at prom. Cock blocking. Blockers. Blockers. Yeah. Cock blockers, yes. And he had them and he had them high water ass shorts on. Yeah. The whole time. I mean, this is a man who used to wear tights. So Well, okay. Fair enough. And but, but yeah, I like that. I like that when artists and when people lean into the uncoolness um for the sake of the project they're doing. I was just hoping that there was one additional shot in this video. When Drake finished his little fake routine and kind of gave up and everyone walked away, I wanted the the camera to quickly pan to the right to find Pusha T standing in the shadows. <laughs> and he just utters one phrase, you are hiding a child. <laughs> Fade to black. Roll credits. Oh, man. Push, you know... He is that nigga. Push never gonna leave that shit alone. <laughs> That's all he's got. He's not. He's never gonna leave this shit alone. He's got so many more things he can be doing right now. He's never gonna leave that alone. That's always gonna be a, a point of contention to him. He could be cutting his braids, but no. Oh, man. Oh, no. He's not cutting those braids. You're hiding a child. <laughs> And, and and then the part where Chris Brown's all like, all light, we light-skinned niggas have to stick together. Let me tell you something. Mm-mm. The only thing that was missing from this light-skinned camaraderie <laughs> is Drake and Chris Brown touching penises. Oh, so you didn't see what happened when the camera stopped rolling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Why did, why did a dude... Why did a dude on Twitter say... When when physical when when domestic abuse and emotional abuse team up, it's always a vibe. And they showed Drake and Chris Brown. Yo, <laughs> damn! I want to see that Venn diagram. Oh man, they both telling stories about Rihanna. Damn, making s'mores, talking about how much they miss her. David Justice looking niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Domestic abuse is not funny, man. <laughs> Domestic abuse is not funny. David Justice references are funny. Oh my Jesus Christ! Oh man! Uh, so we're back. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, well, that is it for Drake Watch. We will be. <laughs> we will be uh, keeping. We will be keeping you abreast of the six gods' comings and goings as. As time goes on. Next time he channels his inner Shamar, we'll, we'll be back for some, some more fuckery. You know. When the shirts get tighter, that's where we'll be. 
Oh, you ain't fooling nobody. That ain't no damn athletic fit. That's just, that's just a size too small. How <laughs> <laughs> you wearing a double XM, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I ain't never seen a shirt size with negative integers and shit. <laughs> You got a negative XL. <laughs> Don't say small, nigga. <laughs> oh. Uh. <coughs> oh, man. Oh, we sorry, Aubrey. Not, I'm not. Not shit. really. Not really. Uh, oh, so. Oh, God. Oh, what else is going on? Okay. So, I was watching real sports last oh, night. still more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I was watching Real Sports, and um, they were talking about Ice Cube. I didn't know this. Ice Cube it owns like a basketball league. franchise, a league, a basketball yeah. league. He owns the Big Three. Him and his wife. Big Three basketball. Mm-hmm. Now this this appealed to me for a couple of reasons, and I think part of it was the way they framed it. Yeah. First, they framed it as. Um, Ice Cube monetizing for himself, monetizing things that we grew up with in the hood, and he's done. And according, the narrative is he's done this his whole career. Which, sure, I'll go with that. Hmm. In this case, half court basketball. It looked like it was yeah, half, it's court, half court. Right? Yeah, half court three on three basketball. Yeah, we used to have this back in the day. It was called the hoop it up. Yeah. Uh, did hoop it up once in the parking lot of Rice University. Word? Triple digit temperatures. Oh, yeah. Death. Oh, yeah. It's hot out there. My father actually competed in the hoop it up a couple of times. Damn. Yeah. Um. So, um, three on three half court basketball pickup ball. Yep. Um, Featuring recently retired NBA players. Featuring recently washed NBA players. I've never seen, I never thought I'd see gray bearded NBA players on the court. Hey, but you know, it was a chance. Like, I know last season. There's still a chance, Lamar. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> gotta stop smoking that shit. Gotta, gotta flush the coke out first. So. <laughs> That's not funny. That's It's funny. You gotta, okay. wash, you gotta <laughs> wash the Kardashian off you. Oh, oh no. Because it leaves the trail. And then, uh, but you know, like, even like, Players like Allen Iverson, who was still playing right. like last year, like you know, but you know, recently retired players still kind of going at it a little bit. It's not obviously it's not the quality of NBA basketball, but it's fun, right? Right, and people do want to see that, and people want to, and and it, it's it one it speaks to how exciting basketball is as a sport. Yes, um, it it speaks to um the things that. We in this society um, use as outlets for camaraderie because mm-hmm. Ice Cube dead ass tours with this league. Yeah, it's like it's like a touring show, and he performs for it. Like there will be times where he will perform. This nigga will dead ass jump up there and do "Today Was a Good Day." Oh uh, yeah, yay! I kind of want to hear that now. Granted, if he did a whole set, I would like I would like to hear his verse on Grand Finale. On oh, that from not, you're from Crunk Juice, you're not gonna get that. Damn, damn, you're not gonna get that. You gonna get yeah. his new shit? Well, that's true because he did. He did say Kobe didn't take that pussy. 
he said that. He said that. That was a lyric. I wonder if he feels differently about Kobe that. Kobe took that ass, though. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. According um, to the state of Colorado. Oh, shit. Told y'all. Extra spice. And then snitched on Shaq. And then, and then hated on Shaq. Shaq should have whooped his ass. He tried to. He tried to. There was a there was a there was a thing on I think it was NBA TV one time where they had Kobe and Shaq sit down face to face and talk about their days in LA. And one of the things that came out was Shaq took a swing at Kobe one time and Kobe said he barely missed, like barely got out the God way. God damn. And, that's know, a near death experience. And, and he said the same thing. Like Shaq's fist was as big as his head. And he's like, Man, if you would have connected, that would have been it. That's a you know, near death experience for yeah. real. Oh, God damn! I've I've met Shaq in person. I'd feel sorry for I'd feel sorry for Kobe almost getting his head duffed off if he wasn't a rapist. But, uh, but also fuck Kobe. He got some nice yeah. shoes though. I fuck uh, with shoes. I can separate the shoes from the man. <laughs> the Kobe nines through elevens. I can okay, separate the shoes from the man. Because a couple of them shits were ugly. Most of them were ugly. The nines through the elevens. Okay, I fuck with those heavy. Other than that, Kobe can eat a dick. Inhale the dick. Do a line. Do a line on a mirrored surface of the dick. Um. So yeah, big three basketball. I I like that we people that look like us are monetizing these things that we do. Absolutely. I like that. Um. I have questions. Sure. There has to be a white man behind the scenes. Maybe. If there's not a white man, um, there will be one. Yeah. Um, it's not that I don't trust the mind behind Are We There Yet? The TV show. <laughs> or Friday the Animated Series. But it, it, you can't frame that. You can't frame what you're doing as something that you're, where you're keeping it for us. Well, you don't really have a track record of keeping shit for us. What I will say in his defense, I'm 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 very certain that there's some type of partnership in place that's you know I was say some white man's money is in somebody's this. money is in there, and the white man's name might be Sprite or some shit like that. But <laughs> shit, the one thing that I'm even his even Cube's ownership stake aside, the thing that I'm most proud of is it gives a chance for recently retired NBA players to still derive some type of income doing what they love to do. Because we know that most pro athletes are notoriously bad at saving money. At managing their and, money. And generating income after their formative years. So Everybody don't want to be Shaq. Right. On every fucking commercial selling insurance. Selling insurance and foot itch powder. Back pain. All those side note. Gold Bond Lotion. I'm not wearing it's it today. So it is that shit absorbs so well, bruh, and keeps you hydrated for 24 hours. Dead ass. That shit is bomb. I'm not wearing any now, and I'm ashy as fuck. But that's how you know you talk. You on you on, you listen to a podcast with like 35 plus niggas. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, we talk about how to keep your skin malleable. Mm, that's right. You know I, I you know what? I just discovered a great lotion. The aromatherapy joints at Bath and Body Works are bomb. Really? Real talk, man. I, okay. I got the stress relief joint. It's wonderful. Um 
Yeah, I didn't think we were going to talk about lotion today. See, you weren't ready. You weren't ready. You got to be ready. You never know. You got us typecast a certain way. See, and we went the other way. You think it's one way. You know what I'm saying? But it's the other way. A great mind said that. Shout out to Marlo Stanfield. <laughs> that nigga's still playing that same role, too. The same role. That nigga was on The Strain, a, a, a show about vampires, yes. still playing Marlo Stanfield, <laughs> dog. Like, I shit you not. <laughs> oh, man. Um... But yeah, I'm a little I'm a little leery of things when they when they when they are in a are in a industry that generates enough as much money as sports entertainment does. True. And the the narrative is that it's being kept for us. Yeah. Now, granted, I it's three on three, so I can't imagine that there are like coaches and GMs and shit like that. So there's probably less of that. So I can't really bang on there are. Oh, how many owners, how many this and that. I can't I guess I can't bang yeah. on. There are. There 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 are coaches. But I mean basically for all intents and purposes, for the sake of your argument, we'll say we'll say that Ice Cube owns the entire league and all the teams. Okay. Um and each team has a coach. Like they're all employees of the same company. Gotcha. So they're not like separate franchises. Okay, that's fair. All so right. this is a touring act. It's a touring act. Um, but you know, the people are separated into teams and they play for whatever they play for. So it's not like the NBA where you have each team as its own franchise or whatnot. It's all part of one. Gotcha. It's like, it's more like WWE than anything. Okay. That makes sense. I can, I can get with that. Okay. That's fair. Each team is a tag team. That gotcha. Sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I, I guess I'm a little leery because like I said, in, in an industry this big, mm-hmm. It's you can come in with the greatest of intentions, but it's hard to say you're that something's for us and you're gonna keep it for us. He's had it for about three years so far, I think. Okay. Uh, so it's 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 been going well. Okay. Um I will give him I will give him the benefit of the doubt of saying that this is his property. Somebody else's money is probably behind it. But Absolutely. for all intents and purposes, this is something that that he conceived and he actually does that he and his wife actually do the day-to-day running of the business and so forth, and he probably has to cut somebody a check of the profits. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it to him on this one. Um, Ice Cube was also my favorite rapper from 1991 through 1993. You couldn't tell me <laughs> shit bad about Ice Cube. <laughs> that run, huh? Yeah. That- uh, from 91 to 93, Ice Cube was the best rapper in the world for me. Okay. God damn, I'm glad y'all done said it all. Okay, okay. Speak on it, Matt Dimes. Speak on it. Um Yeah, uh, so yeah, we'll keep up with I you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and keep up with that. And I, I think I'm gonna that, that's that's somewhere and then oh and the tickets are cheap. I think they said the, I think they said you can get like thirteen dollar tickets yeah, yeah. or some shit. Like ten, fifteen Twenty dollar tickets, hella cheap. That's a warehouse live concert. I mean, Get the fuck out of here for half court basketball. I ain't gonna pay you a lot more than that. <laughs> and the good thing is, like, you get to see all the teams play it like on a given day. Yeah, they'll have. I think if if they have if they have eight teams, for example, you'll see four games. Oh damn! So you get to see the whole. Thing. Oh, that's word. That's a good yeah. man. That's that's definitely worth that ticket. Yeah. So you're not just seeing like two teams playing and you out. It's like you okay. get to see the whole league play that day. Damn, that's what's up. Okay, it's okay, a good deal. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm learning. I'm learning. That's what happens on this show. I I, I learn. I pick shit up. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Um, 
What else we got here uh, that we... Oh, okay. Uh, all right, I got to stretch for this one. Mm, 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 uh, mm, all right. Mm, uh, don't want to pull a hammy on this okay. bullshit. <sighs> Nicki Minaj oh. uh, had a IG interview chat with Megan Thee Stallion. I caught a piece of it. I I I okay, I'm not gonna lie. Mm. All I saw was Megan the Stallion was was an alert that Megan the Stallion was going live. <laughs> That's all you needed to see. And that was all I needed to see. I tuned right the fuck in <laughs> hoping we were gonna get a twerk fest. Or something scantily clad that she had on or something. <clears throat> Megan the Stallion has some of the greatest bundles ever purchased. That's how you know she a most city chick. Okay. Let me tell you something. In the South, the bundles and the sew-ins are unfuckwittable. You can tell when a bra does hair. <laughs> Megan the Stallion did hair. She used to do hair back in the day. I already know. I already know. I already know she ate off of this while she was trying to come up. I you ain't gotta tell me. Because her hair be on point more so than any human being I've ever seen in my life. Ever. All the love and hip hop people need to take their hair their hair tips from her. Whoever is doing whoever is doing her hair, she needs to give that secret to Mona. Because the wigs and the sew-ins and especially the makeup this past season on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta has been unconscionable. <laughs> they need help. Help them. They, except Rashida. Rashida's always on point. Other than that, they need help. Help have, them, y'all. I have no frame of reference for any of this. I just find it hilarious. I'm sorry. I just need I just need to put that out there. Uh, some of Team Oz knows I have an obligatory uh, reality TV moment every now and then. Uh, hadn't given y'all one in a while. Um, so Nikki and Megan, this is now for me, this is Nikki trying to tell us that, um, she now plays well with other female rappers. Mm. Are we buying it? Man, this is Nikki trying not to get Cardi B'd again. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to get it on the ground floor. She's trying to, she's trying to slide in from the, from the, from the get go. She's trying to turn Megan before Megan turns on her. She's trying to make her own. Her own uh, stripper Avengers, like <laughs> Nick Fury coming up to Tony Stark, like I want to talk to you about the Pole Initiative. <laughs> you just see a, you just see a bunch of clear heels. You have a suit that suit up. You know, I admire the way that you isolate both cheeks when you do your thing. We need someone like that on the team. Look. Nikki might be trying to get a get a twerk tutorial because uh have you seen Nikki trying to twerk? She can't you can't you can't I'm sorry. Yeah you can. I'ma say it, you can't twerk with a fake ass. <laughs> that shit just shit just don't You can't it, twerk with that fake ass. Yeah. Johnny Blaze does very well. Yeah, see Nikki got Nikki got that Kardashian affliction. Well, yeah, man. Where your shit is not malleable anymore. You look great until you start moving. Like whatever muscle you have is just trapped under layers of silicone. You can't see that she says shit coming above the surface, man. Oh man! But I just, I guess with Nikki, I'm to the point where everything feels so performative. I'm just, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying. I didn't. I wasn't buying it when she dropped the album that was basically selling her Moscato. 
but because of course she has a line from Moscato. Wouldn't know. Um, I didn't buy it when she put her rapist boyfriend in the new video. Yeah, that part. Um, Nikki seems rapist adjacent. Wouldn't her? Didn't her brother have a rape case? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, just checking. Um, but like. I guess it all feels so performative. I'm not buying it. I feel like this is going to be one of those things that she bragged on that she brags on doing next week on Queen Radio. Uh, where it's just her talking to her fucking DJ. Um I just I, I'm just I'm I'm sick of the performance. And one thing I can say about Megan is that even though she carries herself pretty well mm-hmm. like in interviews and shit she feels genuine. And I think that's what is... I think that is the move right now. That's what's in. That's what. That's what's making a resurgence. And that's why Nikki stays on the outs. Nikki does not feel genuine. Never feels genuine. Like, part of Cardi B's appeal, obviously, is not her rapping ability. She can't really rap. But her, her genuineness and you getting the sense that she is always being her. Yeah. That's that's part of her appeal. Same thing with Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion, she's just out here trying to be a bad bitch. That's true. A hot girl, a city girl. She about to finish college. You know. Did you see? Did you see? I, I definitely saw it in the interview. Interview. She's in her senior year. She's about to finish college. And not. And guess what? She, I think she's doing like nursing administration. Some real shit. So when she says. I'm just stripping to pay for college. She really means <laughs> she that <means> shit. <laughs> She's confirmed that the lie is not a lie. God damn it. Um, Only someone in the medical profession can make those cheeks move like that. God damn it. She probably knows. She probably knows all the all the corpuscles and metatarsals and all that shit. She knows anatomy better than all you hoes. Oh man, this. Oh boy. I, See, and now I'm just falling even more in love with Megan. Um, what would you do, man, if you go in for your like your annual exam, and you just you you walk into the room and they're like, yeah, we, we the doctor will be with you in just a moment, the nurse will be with you in just a moment, whatever, blah blah blah, and you just sitting there like, man, I just shit. I'm tired, man, I'm ready to get this shit over with, blah blah blah, and in walks Megan the Stallion. I'm taking off. All my clothes. Sir, I'm just here to draw some blood from your arm. I, I, I need the full physical. <laughs> I need the full examination. Getting your prostate examined and everything. Let's go. Let's fucking go. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding because people people listen to this shit and they take some of this shit seriously. Y'all stay away. Ladies, stay away from my ass. That's a that's an episode of Opinions While Black After Dark where yeah. I have to make that yeah. qualification. Yeah. But yeah, no no no. Just playing. You got it. Chill out. You got it. Um You got it. On that note, might be time to take a break. Oh shit. <laughs> Did you get it in your eye? Liquor just splashed my eye. <laughs> oh shit. He is dying over here. This shit burned. <laughs> You got the king's liquor in your eye, Randall. Oh, shit. That oh. was... Uh, 
what a great time to take a break. We'll that was be slightly right. traumatic. <laughs> I'm good though, y'all. We will be right back with more opinions while black. You are experiencing opinions while black. Sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. And we're back. We are black. We are opinionated. And we are feeling great mm. this evening. I still have vision in both eyes. <laughs> Don't worry about me. We're going to be all right. Oh, man. Oh, also, we should go. I'm going to go ahead and get out of the way and mention it now. Um, we made the blogs again. Oh, shit. That we did. We uh we were featured on I wanna make and I love that they I love that they do the, the little uh phonetic pronunciation okay. underneath it so you get it right. Because niggas can't read. Uh un, uh Soul we've made Soul Siede uh online magazine. Um shout out to Brianna Brownlee. Um, there's ads. Okay. There's, <laughs> there's ads. Uh, so when you visit the website, just, if you're at work, have your shit on mute. Have the shit on mute. Um, uh, ads are a thing now. <laughs> They've got all your data. We were just talking about Cambridge Analytica. Yep. Uh, so, uh, it's under the City Life, uh, the City Life section. The title is, hit the subscribe button on these three local black podcasts. Mm. And uh, we are number two. Uh, Oz and D. Randall are two black dudes covering pop culture, current events, and sharing drinks and talking mad noise. I like it. I like it. That sounds about right. It's now, it's, it, I, like, I like how to describe it. It says that we cover the events of the week. But really, like sitting down with your friends and just, did you see that fool? Yeah, that's about right. Okay, yes. okay. And she and she shouts us out for having the male perspective. I can appreciate that. Um, she actually, I she did hit me up and tell me that she was possibly profiling us, and she did tell me that she appreciated that. We use words like intersectionality and that we we are forward thinking on these things. So it sounds like she needs to come on the show. It does sound like she needs to come on the show. I agree. Uh, this is your official invitation. That is your official invitation. You are welcome. Hit me up. I will let you know when we record. Um... So yeah, wow, we we're just we're just outright inviting people on the air now. Be sure to include your drink preference. I'll say, include your drink preference, if any, what you mix your drink with. Do you drink it straight? Um, we need to know these things. Just worry about it when you get here. Just tell us what you want to drink. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it starts off mixed and it ends up straight most days. That's usually how it ends up. That's 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 usually what yeah. happens. So just so you know. Um I'm I and, and I'm doubling down on my invitation as long as we're talking about invitations. I'm doubling down my invitation to uh one or more or any members of Click the Comments. I am I'm I'm definitely going to uh, 
I'm going to harp on this until one of them comes on the show. I'm going to see them in a couple weeks, and I'm going to issue the challenge, uh, the invitation, <laughs> in person. Um, no, I just, I, you know what, because I, I, I really, I, I want some more feminine energy to hang out with, and, you know, I, I, you know, I want to break up this notion of this is just a boys club or whatever. We're down, we're down to hang out with whoever. Yeah. That's what we, this is happy hour with your favorite people. We're happy with family. Um. So yeah, with that on that note, um, it is time for everybody's favorite segment: white people must be stopped. Uh, we have a submission, okay, uh, via our email via uh, opinionswhileblack at gmail That's right. Uh, from Miss Vanita Johnson. This is courtesy of WSB TV. Stationed out of Atlanta. WSB TV. The the uh, headline is Landlord Denies Evicting Tenant for Having Black Guests. <laughs> That's how we're starting off. Quote, and there's a quote, some of the best friends I got is colored. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we're there. We're there. Um, Is there anything that needs to be said about this? <laughs> Must we go further? It, if you refer to your friends as colored, your best friends racist. I got is colored. Yeah, this is a Clive and Bundy ass dude. Yeah, I you know, was assured. It's highly likely that um, you're racist, racist, sir. Uh, a North Georgia couple denies evicting their tenant because she had a black because fa- she had a black family come over for a play date. A play date. A play date. Grown people do that? Well, I call it I call it role playing, but um the claims against Allen and Patricia McCoy are in a federal lawsuit filed in Atlanta's Northern District Wednesday. The tenant, Victoria Sutton, is represented by the ACLU of Georgia in the housing in the housing discrimination claim. Sutton said Allen McCoy called her a inward lover. Mm. Shortly after a black co-worker's family left their Adairsville rental home last fall. So is this a white couple evicting another white couple? That's what it sounded like. Because they had... That's what... Because they they said they had a black couple over. Mm. Yeah. It was a white family that was hanging out with black people in their house. Oh, yeah. Sutton said she'd invited them over for a play date and hugged the coworker goodbye. First of all, she don't I have to really explain ha- why she invited them over. Yeah, there that you don't need to know that at all. At all. At all whatsoever. I don't I don't explain to my Airbnb host that I'm gonna have women over. Or why. You'll hear why. I'm just saying. Um Later in oh here oh here it is. Sutton said she invited them over for for a play date and hugged a coworker goodbye. I'm really bothered by this notion of having black people over for a play date. Like that's a terribly worded statement. Yeah, that's only for kids. Um, the complaint said later in the day, Mr. McCoy told her she should be ashamed of herself and he would call Child Protective Services for having an inward lover on their property. Oh, so maybe they brought... Okay, so I'm assuming they brought their kids over right. to play with their kids. Oh, that's even worse, man. That's terrible. Um, 
Later in the later in the evening, Sutton said she called Patricia McCoy at Alan McCoy's direction after he threatened to evict her, saying she should have brought that she should have thought about the consequences before she brought that N word around. They're just using this liberally. God damn! Just say nigger. Just like N word to me is worse than nigger. Sutton but, said she recorded that conversation, and Patricia McCoy allegedly said, "I don't put up with N words in my house, and I don't want them in my property." Uh, Channel 2 investigative reporter Nicole Carr, I love the investigative joints, went to Gordon County to ask the McCoys, of course they're McCoys, (laughs) of course, where are the Hatfields, (laughs) to ask the McCoys who are in their late 70s, Wow, they probably are, they probably are that same shit too. Okay, I'm going to let you finish. Is there any truth to that, Carr said. McCoy replies, nope, shaking head. No, Carr asks. McCoy says, some of the best friends I got is colored. Your best friends are colored? McCoy says, yes, sir. McCoy went on to ask Carr whether she knew one of his black neighbors, and she answered no. He also accused Sutton of damaging the property, a claim refuted in the lawsuit. McCoy says, you couldn't walk through it? You couldn't walk through it, the home. The people living in it now, people living in it now could. Oh, no, it's just getting inaudible. So it was damaged. <laughs> so it was damaged property, not black people that you had a problem with. Let me get the old lady. Let me get the old lady out and tell you about it. McCoy calls his wife outside and she echoed her husband saying bathrooms, walls and doors were damaged. She had to replace the carpet in the home to prepare it for new tenants. Some of my best friends are black, she added. At least they're doubling down the party line. Well, are they black or are they colored? They must just... Y'all didn't, y'all didn't, <laughs> y'all didn't coordinate. Right. Yeah, yeah. Solid colors. Y'all ain't looking good as a unit. What are they using nowadays? <laughs> Can we, we say nigra? We can't just say coons? Yeah, parch monkeys, I think. Um, coons? Not sure. Moon um, crickets? Um... <laughs> Spades? <laughs> Jigaboo? <laughs> Wait a minute! What the fuck do we call him? <laughs> Shit. Can't say nagger. Uh, maybe we could just call them by our name. We, by their names. We'll just call Shut them. up, Cletus! They don't have names, Cletus. They got no fucking names. They're only three-fifths pro- of a man. can't pronounce them. They all sound like Kunta Kente. Are they able to vote yet? You know, that's where they get Kente cloth. Hmm. From Kunta Kente. Yeah. I don't like that man they had in the, in, the, in the White House. It's called the White House for a reason. They, his name was Barack Hussein Obama. Well, now he was, now, 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 Ma, he was half black. He was, I, he no, was he also was, half white. He was a mulatto, but. So he had it half right. Half he, white is half right. But I seen that his, his Ma, his Ma was white. And that whatever no good African that 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 knocked her up left her with that little mulatto child. Probably one of them Taliban. Yeah, probably one of them Taliban's. They said he was from Kenya and he's a Muslim. <laughs> we had an American terrorist as our president for eight goddamn years, and look what the hell's happened to our damn company. Thank you, Donald Trump, and bless your heart. May God bless you and everything that you do, sir. Fucking moon crickets sitting there listening to that jungle bunny music. <laughs> I listen to Snoop Doggy Dog too. 
I listened to Snoop in college. Oh, that's Kamala Harris. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Oh, you have just witnessed a new episode of Nigger Peace Theater. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Well done. Well done. Thank you, sir. Breathtaking. The complaint goes on to say the McCoys violated a court-ordered eviction notice in which a judge required the McCoys to give 60 days for her, the father of her children, and three young children to move out of the home. The McCoys told Carr they didn't remove the belongings. They didn't remove belongings from the home before that time. Sudden or, said the ordeal caused her to scramble for housing and rush to make school accommodations for a special needs child. Oh, oh that's where you <laughs> fucked up. That's where you fucked up. Oh, oh shit. shit. Oh, y'all did it this time. I wasn't shocked at all because racism is alive and well today, said Sean J. Young, legal director of the ACLU of Georgia. Racial discrimination is wrong, and whether it manifests in the form of this kind of blatant commentary or whether it happens more insidiously behind the scenes, it's wrong in every instance. Um, hey. It's. I feel like we summed it up just reading <laughs> the article, how fucked up that is. You can't even have them nearby. You can't even. You can't even be white and have them on the property, bro. That is. You can't even be white and and be adjacent to us. That's why I ain't never been to Atlanta for my birthday. Atlanta's fine. They're talking about northern Georgia, which is infinitely worse. Oh. <laughs> My goodness, that's close to South Carolina. Um, Another one of the places where they make white people. It, it, it's 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 a place where they discard white people. Ah, okay. <laughs> it's where the Spartans throw them off the hill. They make them in Massachusetts and Connecticut, and then they dump them <laughs> in the Carolinas and Alabama. And they just kind of roll down the butt crack to Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? Georgia, where, <laughs> where gene pools go to die. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, oh, that's terrible. That's fucked up, Dark. I, I just, I just want to say. Um, go for it. I, I just want to say, you know, I can only imagine um, being born into this country with a, with a head start on generational wealth without having to face discrimination Without having laws written um, against your best interest, um, without being hanged, lynched, murdered, and otherwise harassed, I, I can I cannot imagine having all those things in place and still finding something to be mad about. That that is to me that is the that is the conundrum that I have to deal with on a daily basis. Like what, what the fuck are y'all mad about? You know what it is? It's all that. It's because the, you know what. And a, a comedian. I was listening to Two Dope Queens one time. Shout out to Phoebe and Jessica. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to Two Dope Queens and they had a comedian on that said it best. She was watching Mad Men. And she realized what it was. She was like, y'all had it so good. Y'all had so good. Y'all had fucking, y'all, y'all could go to work and not do shit all day. Mm-hmm. And make tons of money. Mm-hmm. And, and, and objectify women and smack them on the ass and they just like it and get, a, and get promoted. We're talking about white men, by the way. We're talking about white men. Mm-hmm. 
and then y'all had to share with niggas. That's what it is. They had it so good, and then they started having to share with people that they fucking brought here. Well, not just that. I think even even deeper than that is, despite everything that they've thrown against us, we're still here. Motherfucker, we still here. It's you that, cannot fuck with us, son. That's some Morpheus shit. That's some Morpheus shit. Like you just, you just, you just. It has to be frustrating to have all these, all these head starts, and we still like, hey, what's up, man? All these attempts to get us out the paint. We got, we we own the paint, nigga. We are the paint. We painted, we painted the painted areas. I'm just saying that's that's. Ooh, it, no, you're right. A 70 year old white person from the deep south last name McCoy mad about your tenants being black adjacent grew up in the heart of the Jim Crow era and they're not racist they, oh they still refer to black people as colored they're not racist at all you, you know right. I'll just wrap it up with this somebody's president said I think a couple of days ago yeah that he is the least racist person in the world he said that. He said. He said, "I am the least racist person in the oh, world." Boy. But what's what's kind of missing from that context is he said least racist, which still indicates you're racist. That you're still a little racist. <laughs> you're still racist. You may not be as racist as you David think Duke. <laughs> yeah, you're just winning the you're just winning the race by default. And that's not saying much. Get your shit together. I'm baby. sorry. Racism is just stupid, y'all. Just y'all need to come up with a better move than racism at All, this point. Also, vote, vote. Uh, yes, niggas, vote. Send your racist comments, your racist stories, your real life racist experiences, um, any racist news that you think we're missing uh, in your home, in your home city, state, or wherever. Uh, send it all to opinionswhileblack at gmail dot com. Um, and we will definitely, uh, air it out or any of the social media links. If you're watching on YouTube, any of the social media links described below, um, we'll be back to finish it off with the top three STFUs. You are experiencing opinions while black Houston's most savage podcast. Let's go. And we are back. <laughs> we are black. We are opinionated. And we are feeling quite good on a Wednesday night. Told y'all. This is going to be a spicy episode. Extra spice. Shit. Um, Real quick. Two things real quick. One, Randall has been... So, Randall has a group chat. And they have been keeping him abreast of the current uh, debate going on. My goodness. The Democratic debates. Tell them what Joe Biden just said. In his closing statement, Joe Biden said, <laughs> we can't afford eight more years of Trump. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm not sure. This nigga don't even know the process. <laughs> I'm not sure if Joe has been around for the last few years or so. Um, I, I, I don't think he really knows how long a president's term is. Now, while it's felt like eight years, I understand his sentiment. Joe High. <laughs> Joe, Joe High. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Joe High to the bitch. Look. 
<laughs> Joe wasn't there when he was there, man. Oh man, Joe gone. Joe was that uncle that they give a job to, and he just shows up. <laughs> Hey, like, hey, now we told you not to come out front. Just stay back. Just stay back there, man. Just stay back there, man. Just stamping paperwork. He don't even okay. know what the fuck he's stamping. I'm, I'm gonna be back. I'm gonna be back here if y'all need me. I'm telling you, I'm here. I'm here to work if y'all need me to work. No, nah, we good, Joe. Nah, just, Joe, just, 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 just go chill, back, man. do what you're doing. Just do what you're doing. Hey, just say hi to everybody. Come in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Tell I'm, everybody to fill in the side of this shit. I'm sorry, y'all. I promised my mama that I would take care. I would take care of Joe. Uh, oh, I, I, I promised my mom I would take care of Joe, so we just, we just, you know, we just let him go back there and just put staples in the safe. <laughs> uh, y'all don't, y'all don't pay him no mind. No, he's a Walmart greeter. You know, he's 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 he was tu- he's a touch. You know, he's a touched boy. Oh, you know, he's, he's a senator. He's he a senator. He's a sweet kid. Um, you know, but he he means well. Oh man, I don't know what Joe is. <laughs> I, it doesn't matter. Um. <laughs> Now, on that note, it is time for uh, what a perfect note. Oh, but I that was him over Trump all oh, day. Oh, that, that was the other thing I wanted to tell you. Did you know that white people are doing Shark Week now without the fucking cages? So there was a, a, a <laughs> there was a phrase that I coined not too long ago that said they have no natural no predators. No natural predators. They're about to find out very quickly. <laughs> That they do. <laughs> oh man, they they said just fuck it. What you know what you know it is. I blame Jason Statham. All it takes is one white man to fight a shark. Now all y'all think y'all fucking invincible. That's exactly the shit Eddie Murphy said about Rocky. Mm. Rocky beat up one nigga. Now all of a sudden y'all th- all y'all think y'all got hands. <laughs> I, I I just, I'm, man. Look. I, 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 that's so, a, so they really like going into the water they're just with, in the water dog they're just in the water I think they might they might have a little plastic thing to keep them afloat y'all, and in the same place but it's not the cage y'all I mean y'all y'all ain't seen uh, open water <laughs> I mean y'all discovery trying to keep it spicy y'all were in it you know <laughs> I, I look at I look at stuff like um like this here when it pops up um this is a this is a twitter video that i'm showing oz and i hope it comes up because the wi-fi in here is is not great it is the worst ever um i'll show it to you later it's okay a, it's an old right. black dude knocking out a young white dude you oh know, i love those those are great you know it just i'm just like Come on, <laughs> you know what? Do what y'all do. Yeah, really. I was saying, do what y'all go do. Go for it. Go for it. Y'all got it. I'm good. We we don't have to worry. But we ain't never going in that water. Um, with that, it's time for the top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America who need to shut the fuck up? Okay, shut up. Uh, number three, a returning champion. <laughs> we say that every week, Mr. Bernard Sanders. Wow. <laughs> Bernie Sanders. Is the season. Bruh. Okay, so Bernie hasn't actually said anything terrible, per se, this week. Good for him. Uh, so, yeah, good on him. But he was, he's been talking to Cardi B. Of course. Of course. Yeah. And I want him to stop. I want Cardi, I want Cardi B to stop entertaining that old man. That man get half an erection, he's going to have a heart attack. First of all, first and foremost, 
I'm telling you, I, man. Look, I looked, man. I hadn't seen Cardi B's titties. I be, I be, I be half a stiffy away from a from a stroke. I'm telling you. Spice, you okay. look extra spice. Okay, you, you, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying. We sitting a little close for you to be saying it. But look, look, extra spice. I'm secure in my in my. Thank you. Know, you. What I am. Thank you. You know what I'm saying. That's what they. That's what they. That's what the audience comes with us for because they know that we are intersectional here, and yeah. we can be comfortable in our manhood. Just, we can break. We can break old uh, chains of toxic masculinity. Just don't want your stiffy to intersect with anything over here. It's not happening right now. I'm just saying. Okay. Um. So, like I said, he hasn't said anything problematic. It's just that he's talking to Cardi B, and I want him to stop. <laughs> I want this to stop because this is the new Hillary Clinton. I got hot sauce in my bag, bullshit. Oh. Or like, remember when Hillary Clinton was playing dominoes, and she clearly didn't know what the fuck she was doing. She put, she put everything. She just puts big five on it. You have to count by fives. <laughs> that is four points. This ain't Jamaica what the fuck dominoes. Are you talking about? This ain't Jamaican dominoes. Ain't right. This ain't Yahoo dominoes. You know, <laughs> you know, as, you, know um, you gotta you gotta explain to her who the low man is and shit. <laughs> um, What's the difference between the big Joker and the little Joker? Now look, I get that Bernie is trying to remind us that he he's trying to let us know that he has his finger on the pulse. I get that Bernie is trying to keep up with a certain community of color that he has um neglected in certain conversations i get that maybe he has hired a jamal <laughs> jamal in this case if that was his suggestion jamal is wasting your money he needs to hire a supreme he needs to hire a real nigga <laughs> he's to hire a supreme he needs to hire a light-skinned pimp named red <laughs> I'm just saying. You have you ever met a have you ever met a light skinned nigga named Red that meant that meant you any good? <laughs> never, never, got, not once. His perm got split in. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never met a nigga named Red and meant me any good. <laughs> Not once. Sky got like Sky from Black Ink got like three baby days. I think they all named Red. <laughs> I swear. Oh, oh man. Uh yeah yeah. Bernie, whatever you do, whoever you hired, shut the fuck up and tell them to shut the fuck up. Okay, shut up. We ain't gonna say we ain't gonna say no shit about Cardi because we know Cardi just getting that bag. She's just there, man. She just they paid it. She getting that bag. Um, number two, number two person who should shut the fuck up. Uh, I don't know if we've had him on the list before or not, but Jason Whitlock. <laughs> I don't know if he's been on the list, but he's been mentioned quite a few times. Oh uh, yeah, we've definitely mentioned him. D- Damon Young from uh, the Root and Very Smart Brothers called him a sentient Stacy Adams shoebox. God damn! <laughs> <laughs> damn. <laughs> oh wow. shit! He looks like a garbage bag full of pus. 
Oh man. Oh man. So, uh, real life Uncle Ruckus. This nigga looks like onset diabetes. <laughs> like. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, they gonna cancel us so bad. Shit, I got the password. We got the password. Fuck them. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Jason Whitlock looks like he just looks like a chart of like. <laughs> If you want a black person to sit their entire life straight, like just say you could be this nigga. Jason Witt look like Jason Witt look, look Whitlock looks like that Pokemon that You just, said Whitlock. That was one of the greatest Freudian slips ever. <laughs> that nigga looks like that Pokemon <laughs> whose power is sleeping. So Jason Whitlock, better, better known as if sleep apnea had a face. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, we do it for y'all. Uh, so Jason Whitlock, what did he do this week? He I was- scratched my entire back. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, these concrete pylons over here. My whole shit is fucked up. <laughs> See, I was 
See, this is you have to have awkward conversations with your wife. This is what I was trying to avoid. That's all good. She knows I'm a fool. <laughs> oh man. She don't like me half the time anyway. <laughs> uh, but I'm getting some chicken when I get home, goddammit. <laughs> oh shit. And oh, no Jason Waitlock, you can't have any. <laughs> By the way, the name of this episode is Jason Waitlock. <laughs> you did it. You did it. Yeah, that's my fault. Crown, oh, man. Crown Royal Vanilla. <gasps> Cut me a check, goddammit. Cut him a fucking check. Oh. I, I fucked up the second chair in this <laughs> studio. All right. So. I'm, I'm here. So Jason Whitlock was hating on LeBron. So you're right. It's already ridiculous. Uh, he can't hate on a man that can stand up and tie his shoes. <laughs> what the? <laughs> oh shit! Uh, hate on that man because he can probably see his dick when he pees. Oh man, I never thought I'd see a black dude that talks like Hank Hill. I don't <laughs> understand that shit. You hate from outside the club. You can't fit in. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, we here, oh, we here. We here. here. We got you, we got you. So You keep doing it. <laughs> so my nigga was hating on my nigga was hating on LeBron. So y'all know LeBron has been um he's he's been on the sidelines for all of his son Bronny's games. Yes. <clears throat> and he is basically the most exciting, most uh extravagant. Mm-hmm. Sideline dad of all time. Like, I have never seen a nigga more excited for his son doing anything yes. than LeBron James is for his son playing basketball. Um to the point where he looked at I believe he looked at one of the uh one of one of the other team's players and was like, You better hope I'm not in the league when you get in. <laughs> dead ass. Hey, but here's the thing, yo. As as, and honestly, it can be annoying at times. It's a little overbearing. But nobody else is really mad at that shit because it's a dude showing support for his son. You should be happy that this motherfucker is involved in his son's life so much and 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 is and is is a cheerleader for his kid. Breaking these notions that black men are not involved. Come on, man. With their children. Like, what the fuck do you want from this dude? You see, you see this dude on the Instagram with his family having fucking Taco Tuesday, singing these songs with his sons and his daughters and shit, man. Like, be glad that the motherfucker's invested in the in the joy of his child. Shout out, right? You should be shouting out someone breaking generational curses. This nigga looks like a jar of mayonnaise, dog, and he's mad. <laughs> Oh man! If pe- if these peanut butter walls could talk, <laughs> so all that to say, LeBron is doing everything right. He's even if it even if it's a little performative, he's doing everything right, man. And Jason Whitlock has not said a reasonable sentence ever in his career. Ever, man. I, J, LeBron James has been has been more has been more involved with his son 
than the amount of times I imagine Jason Whitlock has seen his own penis. Look, Jason, nobody enjoys anything as much as you enjoy your next plate. (laughs) (laughs) No! Oh, man. We're going to get canceled so bad, I don't give a fuck. Um... He said LeBron should take the advice he gave his mother. Sit down. I didn't see that part. Um, and see, Jason Whitlock should take the advice that any given doctor gives anyone. Stand up and leave the house and go for a walk. <laughs> a power walk. I was going to say that thing is just a fan of sitting down. Period. <laughs> But you know, if I'm if I'm LeBron or any other black dude, all I heard in there was you talking about my mama. We're talking about my mama, right? So, so the fact that LeBron is not giving you hands, and all those hands are gonna do is just get stuck in you. Oh, oh, not the blob, not the blob. He didn't do it. Oh, Fred blob. Duke's looking ass. Oh shit! Oh, he took it back to X Men. Uh, um, all we're telling uh, Black Marshmallow Man is. <laughs> I think it looked like a s'more. <laughs> <laughs> All that to say. This thing bleed secret sauce. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Jason Whitlock, shut the fuck up, dog. Shut the fuck up before we have another 10 minute roast session on you. Just keep eating, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh leave the baconator alone <laughs> oh man oh. this was so, this was so fat shaming and I don't care cause I gotta keep the same energy from last week there are no rules in the dozens he started this uh, oh man and the number one person who should shut the oh, entire oh, fuck up we got a whole another person again. there's a whole last person is Mario Lopez Yo, if you don't know who Mario Lopez is, that's okay because he hasn't done anything relevant in your generation. Uh, my generation, I got—I was fortunate enough to see him as AC Slater. No, I'll go. No, this is how old I am. I was fortunate enough to see that nigga as a backup dancer on Kids Incorporated. Kids Incorporated. You know, K I D S. You know, you are mighty washed. When you, when your part of your resume is you got to be a backup dancer for Jennifer Love Hewitt. Wow. And Fergie. And Fergie. When she was Stacy Ferguson. And Rashawn Patterson. Oh, I forgot he was on there. That nigga was on there. That's true. Um, uh, And then he was Slater, of course, on Saved by the Bell. And look, Jesse was telling y'all. Jesse Spangle was telling y'all. Never trust a nigga with a Jerry Curl mullet. <laughs> How you got a Jerry Curl and the mullet? <laughs> that shit was questionable right off the muscle. And he's Mexican. Um. So then, and then he hosted America's Best Dance Crew with Lil Mama and Shane Sparks, who also turned out to be a rapist. Um. So Mario Lopez had some shit to say about transgender kids. Oh shit. Mario Lopez. Um was, uh, according to him, confronting misconceptions about gender identity. Can I ask how many people asked him for that? One. Oh. 
Candace Owens. No! God damn it. Okay, shut up. He was on the Candace Owens show. Who the fuck gave her a show? That's the... She probably gave herself a show. Much like we gave ourselves a show. Much like we did, too. So, we can hate, but not too much. Uh, so, Candace Owens... Um, so, first of all, it's somebody wrong interviewing someone even more wrong. Are you really going to try to sit in that chair you just broke? I can do it. We only got a few minutes left. Um, this is how Jason Whitlock feels every day. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Okay. I'm looking. I'm looking at this picture. And this nigga look like he, he. This nigga looking more. Oh no! No, I'm not gonna do that. Nope. Nope. Okay, I'm not I'm doing sorry. that. I'm not doing that. Who is that? This Mario Lopez. Oh, with that shiny ass shirt on. Look, man. <laughs> I gotta give it to him. He looks the same that he did back in the late '80s. Oh well, shiny shirts and foundation will do that. Shout out to plastic surgery. Um, real talk. Um, if I can get this fucking ad to chill. <laughs> Um, so, oh, that's what it is. The Cannon Solo Show is a YouTube show. Oh, so, much like us, she can just do what the fuck she, she wants. She can just do whatever the fuck she wants. Right, right, right. You can so, see her bad perm. Basically, she's... Anytime nigg- she feels like right, it. Right, she's nigga Glenn, Black, Glenn Beck. Okay. 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 Um, and they were basically talking about the... Talking about it as a weird trend and how dangerous it is for, uh, young... Oh, my God. Did this whole thing freeze on me? I have to bring this up on my fucking phone. Well, they're talking about how dangerous it is for parents to, to allow, have to raise, to allow their kids to kind of identify themselves as transgender. As transgender. But he was talking about, like, it's not cool for a three-year-old to do this. First of all, three-year-olds aren't doing that. And if they are, if they are, there, there, there are other things that are difficult for parents, it's dangerous for parents to deal with when it comes to their children. Um, for example, um, for parents of children who are black, parents of children who are Latino, parents of children who are poor. Apparently, it's it's dangerous for you. To, it's dangerous for uh, young children of color to sit in their house. Right. It's dangerous for them to walk to the store. Yes. It's dangerous for them to have a toy gun. It's dangerous for them to hold their cell phone. It's dangerous for them to sit in their car in their neighborhood on their street. It's dangerous for children to be in school when imposed upon by other children of quote good parentage who happen to bring automatic weapons to school. So there are a lot of there are a lot of dangers that parents have to deal with. I would probably say that having a child that openly identifies as transgender is a little bit further down on that list than, say, almost everything else. Quote, I'm never one to tell anyone how to parent their kids. Should have stopped there. Obviously. And I and I think if you come from a place of love, you really can't go wrong. You absolutely can. He could have stopped talking right there. Yes. But at the same time, my God, if you're three years old and you're saying you're feeling a certain way or you think a boy or a girl or whatever the case may be, I just think it's dangerous as a parent to make that determination. It's sort of alarming. And my gosh, I just I just think he looks like a motherfucker that says, my gosh, my gosh. I just think about the repercussions later on. He continued when you're a kid, you don't know anything about sexuality yet. You're just a kid. 
Okay, I'm not. I'm not reading. Yeah, don't. Quote. Don't. First of all, there's a couple things here. He sounds like an anti-vaxer. One. Why the fuck are we talking to Slater about anything? It's just just to put it in perspective for you. It's Candace Owens talking to Slater. Yeah, she probably can't get anybody else to talk to at this point. It seems like even Kanye is forsaking her. I um. So we have to consider the the source first. Like she literally put out a feeler for anyone that had the worst possible take that they could come up with. So she's just conservative Vlad. Wow. So she's just Vlad for conservatives. Wow. She just does some shit on YouTube and niggas just show up to talk shit. She is just an unsponsored Tommy Lauren. Oh, Jesus. That's <laughs> she, the last thing you fucking need. She's the BET version of Tommy Lauren. Oh, God. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and it goes back to that Dave Chappelle joke of, of like when, like when he was talking about when the Twin Towers fell and Carson Daly was, they were on live and Carson Daly called up Ja Rule to get his thoughts on what happened. <laughs> It was like nobody is sitting at home wondering what the fuck Ja Rule thinks about about the Twin Towers falling. Nobody's worried the fuck about what Mario Lopez thinks about transgender children and their parents. Let me tell you something. There are people, there are, there are kids right now that have grown up, that have gone through puberty, that have lost their virginity, that have gone to college, that have no idea who the fuck Mario Lopez is. And they're well, and they're, and it's well deserved. They're well within their rights. <laughs> like no one gives a f- like th- that's literally like digging out Lord Jamar, like you, Vlad what? digging out Lord Jamar. Thank you. That that's a good analogy. And so, it, just by association, just by who's talking to him and why they're talking to him, because they're so fucking desperate. Um. Right there, he falls into that category with Candace Owens of people that we just have to stop engaging. Yeah. So I w- they're not working on the spectrum of reason and logic. So we just have to stop talking to them. So I would I would actually say like, you know, this segment is called you know people that should shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. I I think there's a certain responsibility that we bear as well. And sometimes we should just stop listening. I agree. Because there are some people that just, they won't shut the fuck up. That's why we don't even put Candace Owens on the list anymore. There's, because it's just, at this point, it's right there with Trump. And we don't talk a lot about Trump on yeah. this show, you notice. Because it, it's become she's become low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Because otherwise, Glenn Beck would be on this list every week. Otherwise... Sean Hannity, any of these motherfuckers, any of these dumb motherfuckers that just Tucker routinely Carlson. say Tucker Carlson, that just routinely say Laura dumb Ingraham. shit and get paid to say routinely dumb shit would be on this list all the time, and that wouldn't be any fun for y'all. And I would run out of Tucker Carlson jokes because I don't have that many funny things to say about grown men in bow ties. So. I won't hang Mario Lopez's jersey up today, but Candace Owens' jersey is there. Yeah. And by association, that's a shut the fuck up right there for Mario Lopez even showing up to talk to this broad. 
I've said honestly, I've said her name more than I want to on this on this program. I stopped saying it. Um, it's just easy. It's harder to come up with names for uh, her than like Tommy Loren, Tomcat Licorice. No, oh. I'm just saying, man. Mario Lopez can just chill the fuck out. He can just keep doing. He can just keep doing them tired ass bicep curls. Just keep being on e, with them man. weak with them weak ass weights like he was doing on Saved by the Bell. Just keep being the new Maria Menounos, man. Just keep doing that. I just want to say, Mark Mark Paul Gosler aged better than him with no with no makeup. Uh, Jesse Spano kept trying to tell us, and we didn't listen to her because she was on them diet pills, sugar pills, sir. I'm no, so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. And next thing you know, she was humping someone in the pool on the show. <laughs> oh, shit. Thank T- you. Tiffany Amber Thiessen's still fine, though. She yeah, good. yeah. She looked mad good. Let's not invoke Lark Voorhees at the moment, though. Oh, 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 let's just skip over that. D. Randall, did we do a podcast? We did something today. We definitely did something today. We did. This something. ran. This ran mad long, and we don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Um, uh, do we have anything on uh, uh, iTunes? Anything? No, man. And and for real, y'all need to y'all need to come with it, man. We are still a five star. We're podcast. still a five star podcast, man. Somebody came into my job, told me that told me they liked my podcast. They saw my name tag. They saw they they told me they liked my podcast, and they said. Don't worry, man. I got you. You got a five-star rating, bro. Boom. I need you to have that energy right now. Keep that same energy. If you're listening to this, please. whatever you're doing, whatever medium you're listening to this on, if there's an option to comment, do so. If there's an option to like, do so. Rate whatever. Do that, please. Diverse content needs your support. Yes. Diverse content stays alive, and it grows through word of mouth through engagement thanks to you guys that's how you know about this podcast yeah and i will say um oz definitely sees every every comment everything that you guys say about the podcast i see some of them fucking thing because i'm usually i'm usually in them streets but he sees all of them and he sends them to me and we both like really really truly appreciate it um i was telling him not too long ago we average and this is I don't know what a lot is to you guys, but we average approximately 100 new listens each month, which means that whatever you guys are doing out there to spread the word, um, you guys are bringing in at least 100 new people each month. Every Check us month. Out. And that's that's that, exponential. That's exponential. Um, that's that's a word that niggas learn in school. And uh, I'm, I'm definitely appreciative of it because we can see it. And the engagement is there. You guys are all great. And one day we're just going to throw a party for all you guys. Fucking right. Fucking A. We are. Man. Maybe uh, episode 100. God damn. Episode 100 is going to be ridiculous. We have a year to plan it. So sometime around next summer, y'all, um, dig a grave because somebody might end up in it. But uh, I, my my goal for year two is to get a congratulations on 100 episodes, to make it to 100 episodes and get a congratulations from Wheezy from Horrible Decisions. Written on her titties? I don't give a fuck what she writes in Because I'm just saying, you could do a one and then a zero. She and could. A... She could. Honestly, her face looks so good. Okay. I could just... I, is she just... It, any, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not picky. I wouldn't be picky for Wheezy. Anyway. True. 
Um, we're gonna make that a team Oz. If you love me, y'all will make Weezy aware of my existence. We'll do it. We'll do a campaign. We'll do a hashtag campaign. Goddamn right. Not fucking yet. right. Um, but thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. Um, it is wonderful doing this. I love you guys. I love uh, the engagement. D- Randall said it all, really. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be. We'll definitely be back. By the time you're listening to this, I'll be sobering up. Uh, from a ridiculous vacation in Padre. Mm, you won't be sober. Yeah. No, nah, I won't be. And um, or, or, or if we drop this on Sunday, we, um, I'll still be drunk. Uh, either way, you've experienced Opinions <laughs> While Black, episode 52. Yes, sir. 52 and going strong. So many more to go. I have been Oz. I am still D. Randall. As always, forever imparting titties. Another one. Another one. We the best.